show that is the OC. Yes, that magical show that was on a short 13 years ago. Now I know what you're saying. How on earth could this podcast be topical and relevant? But wait, there's more. They put it on Hulu. That's right. The birth of this podcast came with Hulu's beautiful and benevolent decision to purchase the airing, the streaming rights to the OC. And now you too can rewatch or watch for the first time all the seasons from the convenience of your own home. Oh, and God, just what a gift this is. Because that box set, that's 80 fucking dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And <sighs> I mean, I did peer pressure one of my friends to buy it when we were in college so I could rewatch the show. <laughs> But, you know, I wasn't going to spend that money on my own. Right. We're, we're struggling in L.A. right now. I just, uh, that's money I could be spending on pizza. And yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the cost of, of gasoline. Yeah. So, um, basic, yeah, basically, that's, that's where we're at right now, listening audience. Um, I have seen, oh, I guess we should introduce ourselves. I'm Jameson. And I'm Caitlin. Um, and I have seen the first season and parts of the second season, I feel like. I don't know. I didn't watch it when it first aired. It was a little too mature for me. It wasn't in my... Yeah. I was, I was, I think, very firmly watching exclusively Disney Channel at that oh, time. Oh, yeah, no. I, <laughs> at this time, like, I was glued to it. My mom and I watched this shit and, like, talked about it. Yeah. It was like we would go through all the soap operas for the day and then the OC, which explains a lot about who I am as a person. Yeah, no, my parents were, they weren't strict. They just in, uh, encouraged age-appropriate television viewership. Oh, yeah, like, I, mean, I had to sneak down and, like, watch Friends. Like, I very much remember, like, up until a certain point when my parents just kind of gave up and like, okay, well, you're going to watch it anyway. Like, that was my, like, super secret clandestine activities were trying to, like, sneak an episode of Friends. That's interesting. Yeah, that that was not my experience. I My parents were just like, fucking whatever, this is on the TV. We like this show, you're going to watch it. Uh, so I, I watched that. I would sneak... You know, things like while they were, uh, like, watching, like, Wedding Crashers and Scary Movie, <laughs> I would sit on the stairs and look at the reflection in, uh, in, in the, the window. Yeah. So, right, so, again, I, I didn't watch it. And then by the time I was ready to watch it, I was, you know, in college and all of my friends had seen it, and it was, by that point, very much embedded in the pop culture vernacular of our generation. Oh, yeah. Um... There was no way for me to watch it. There, I mean, I tried, like, I don't really torrent. I'm not, I feel like I'm not smart enough to torrent, which I know is, like, it's the easiest thing to do. I just, I don't know. I never figured it out. And then I would stream things on, like, these weird, like, Chinese streaming sites. And then 
yeah. So basically, it just became like too difficult to watch, and I moved on to other things that were readily yeah. accessible. I feel like this was a heavily torrented show uh-huh. because while it was on, like I I was like I didn't know anyone who watched it. Okay, like, that was I was. That's why I talked about it with my mom because yeah. you know she was the only one. No one else did. So, but then, like, when we got to a certain point of, like, somewhere in, like, high school, like, everyone had seen it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, people I grew up with who it's, like, no, motherfucker, you did not know who Seth Cohen was when I mentioned it, like, five years ago. My only real experience with the OC, and, and this is, I think, really, you'll find funny, was my family was huge Gilmore Girl people. Like, we watched that show as a family. Like, my dad loves Gilmore Girls. And so, Adam Brody played Lane's boyfriend on Gilmore Girls mm. for a, at least a season, I feel like. He was on the show for a decent amount of time, and um, he left to go to college, and the writers actually sent him to college in California. Like, they, <laughs> they really played... He had gotten the OC. So that was really my only kind of, like, experience with it, is that, okay, Adam Brody left this left Gilmore Girls to go do it. And so I knew who he was and I knew what was happening, but I wasn't aware of like what the OC really was. Yeah, no, I have, uh, my mom is from Southern California. And so there was a show about the area right next to where she grew up because she grew up in like the Garden Grove, Huntington Beach, somewhere, you know, fucking Orange County. And so she was like, clearly I'm going to watch it, and it's soap opera style, and that is just all her jam. So we, it was, we were early adapters. I remember, like, countdown to the premiere, when the premiere happened. Oh, really? I also have strange memories of, of uh, Kelly Ripa talking about that on Regis, Live with Regis and Kelly. I, my, most of my childhood memories are, like, well, like, Misha Barton was a thing for a while. Like, she, she was, was... a thing because of this. She was huge, which is why, you know, some other things happen later yeah. in the show. No spoilers, don't worry. But, like, she fucking flamed out. Because I remember, at this point, as I was getting into, like, middle school and high school, I did get a Seventeen magazine subscription. Like, my mom got me that, and I think it was to, like hopefully make me into a teen girl like it but it didn't really work but uh she was like on the cover and then she had like that kids campaign yeah no that but that was like post oc i feel like that was like a last yeah that 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 was definitely last ditch like she thought because it was like her career absolutely sort of exploded because you know because the show like did a lot but she was i guess ended up People only really cared about her in regards to the show. And now, here we have, you know, 13 years after the premiere. And she's on Dancing with the Stars. She's which not... is bleak. I didn't know she was... Oh, maybe you did tell yeah, me. Yeah, she is. She's That's what she's up to. And, you know, well, it's like... And none of... You know, it's sort of interesting that, like, none of them truly, like, really blew up like they all like the rest of them have like they're like working steadily which i think yeah. is great like benjamin mckenzie has had he he's had you know great television career uh rachel bilson's done you know great things as well and you know adam brody 
solidly working. Yeah, they're very solid TV actors, I feel like. They've had, they've gotten to lead, or if not lead, uh, be strong supporting actors in decent television. I know you don't like Heart of Dixie, but it was cute. It was cute. Like, that was, like, good for her. I, I think she was adorable no, in it. No, she, yeah, she had another another television show, and, you know, that's, that's great. Solid working is always good. But, yeah, I, I just, from, like, how much of a phenomenon it was, I just think it's interesting. Like, it, it really was, like, an exact, like, in this situation, this is how it is. But the show actually launched a ton of careers. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, 90% of the people who were in the Twilight series, no matter how good or bad you thought it was, uh, you know, they're, they they made quite quite a few dollars there, so congrats to them, and Josh Schwartz has done a shit ton of stuff, and... Yeah, I mean... Melissa Rosenberg, J.J. Philbin. Yeah, no. I know <laughs> way too much about this show and the people around it. I have done zero prep work, guys. Uh, it's fine. I it's it's good. I mean, we have to. That's why we did this, right? We have to have stuff that's I, like. I need an outlet. Like it. <laughs> it's not acceptable to like talk in like normal situations extensively about. Yeah, that's why we did this. But you know what? I just realized. So I have only recently learned that Josh Schwartz did gossip executive produced Gossip Girl and and like it went on, which means that like. Brody and Meester's relationship is that much yeah. cuter because they were both the heads of separate shorts dynasties. Oh. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. That's interesting. I wonder if he was at the... I feel like he had to have been at the wedding. Uh, yeah. Th- oh, God. This is a really embarrassing fact that I know. Oh, no? Was he? <sighs> Rachel Bilson is the godmother of, like, Josh Schwartz's kid. Oh, really? <laughs> here for that kind of information so uh yeah so we're we're starting off at the beginning of course with episode one season one the pilot um such a good it's so good like it really it really holds up like i saw it you know a couple years previous but i was like solidly like i was drunk like that (laughs) was like we, we we made a drinking game out of it so I was like, yeah, no, I love this. But, you know, you're a dumb idiot. But it actually, like, it holds up. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Like, because I think, I think we've rewatched quite a few bit. A few different child. I mean, I'm constantly watching television. And I love going back to things of my childhood and, and like, rewatching. And there are those moments where you're like, why did I find this entertaining? Like, what, what, what about, you know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah. they're just like oh, this is not great now. Like, it doesn't, it just, it doesn't hold up, not because the reasons why it spoke to you at that time were so trendy and relevant at that. It's like a trend, you know what I mean? Like, it's very trendy. Just like right now, I don't think I could pull off a slap bracelet. I just don't think it would feel. Oh, God. Tattoo (laughs) choker, any of that. It's sort of like a. Those came back, though. 
But yeah, but I would feel weird. I know. But it's like we we had a recent nostalgia foray because we were feeling really old and we watched uh, Our Lips Are Sealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mary, the Olsen twins movie about uh, that took place in Sydney. We were like, guys, it was guys. If you think that you know you can deal with that sort of nostalgia, like it's just not worth it. It just is. I don't get it. Right. I truly like. I, I was an idiot. Like, that's just plain and simple. You're like, oh, yeah, no, kids are stupid. Yeah. But back to this pilot, yeah, I felt like watching it, except for, like, m- the makeup and maybe some of the outfits, but it, it still felt relevant. I felt like I was watching, like, yeah. there was just very small signs that would suggest that it's a decade old. Other yeah. than that, it's still, it's something I think would air now, and... And do, like, super, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that it, like, it definitely ushered in, like, a sort of, like, weird trend in television of, like, super rich kids. Yeah. And it's, like, with, like, Gossip Girl and, like, stuff like that, when you watch it and you're, like, these are teenagers, but you're, like, but not really. Like, they're actually, like, 25, and I'm not saying that's the actor's age, but, like, this is how they're acting. Yeah. These people are in their 20s. But there's a lot of, like, the... Like you said, like, we watch Gossip Girl, uh, and at no point am I like, oh, this is a problem I could have. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, it, you know, and it's like, Newport, the, you know, the world in Newport is, like, so weird and, like, uh, you know, so foreign. But it's still, it's, like, a lot of relatable stuff. Like, Ryan and Marissa, like, Ryan likes Marissa and is, like, awkward about it, and, like, Marissa is too. Yeah. And it's, like, they're not so, like super forward about like oh like you know we're no gonna... there's there's a, a natural awkwardness to their interactions that is very much authentic teenage interaction oh, yeah and like the stuff that like oh like so greatly matters and you know some of the, the dumb shit that you pull is you know right that i feel is a very uniquely teenage like uh oh seth cohen seth cohen who right. is the light of my life <laughs> right it's that and, and that's a great example I think this is kind of that part of like TV and movies that speaks to it's comforting to the majority of like American. We'll just say because it's American TV like like I think so many Americans have this idea of like wish fulfillment and this idea of like the American dream being like having this money and being able to like life being so easy once you do, which I imagine, listen, having money does make life a lot easier but then again they kind of show you like okay well here now we can have you watch this show and it's like okay this is everything that you want but these kids are still you know the human spirit if you will there's still things that they have to oh yeah no totally like they're like shit shit like it gets deeper but like with jimmy like oh, he's fucking stealing money to keep up with this lifestyle. Yeah, like, it's definitely kind of like uh, pulling the curtain back, I think. And I think that this pilot especially is just so wonderfully character-driven and that I think nowadays that's a little bit more of a gamble. I don't know if you would agree. I feel like a lot of pilots nowadays, you have to really get the audience to buy in immediately just because there's so much for us to consume. There's so many options out there that like, if there isn't some sort of event or something that's like 
I don't know. I feel like I watch a lot of shows and I'm just like, okay, I get what's happening. I get this problem, this conflict, but what happens in like six episodes when it's solved? Like, where does the show go from here? Whereas I feel like in this pilot, we were introduced to these characters where it's like, not only am I interested to see like what happens, you know, with, with Ryan's character does, you know, he's got legal trouble. He, his family's abandoned him. You know, not am I, I'm curious to see how that works out, but I'm, I'm so in- immediately invested in the relationships of these characters that I could just, I just want to watch that. I just want to see how these people interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? No, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. Like, I think that, I mean, I, I think that there are, like, other television shows that do that, though. No, yes. I'm not saying it's the only one. I'm just saying that's a trait. Yeah. I feel like it's less common. Well, it just, Part of it is, like, it is legitimate, like, especially in the beginning, like, it is really good, um, especially for being, like, a teen drama, and yeah. I think that's the thing, because it's, like, you know, like, the, like, a teen show now would never, like, it's just not, like, that, like, in, like, finely tuned. Like, there's a lot more, it's, like, oh, we need, like, a, a lot more in the way of, like, weird like drugs and sex and like yeah. oddly fancy outfits with like crazy makeup that no 17 year old girl could ever do yeah no and i i would agree with you i think yes i think my comments are best qualified within the genre of these cw wb type yeah, of the, yeah of television yeah which you know is definitely still has its place oh I, I still watch a ton of CW television. Yeah. And it's... But there are... There is funny... It is, like, funny, because there is part of it that, like, the one thing that I don't think you would have on a show is... And I love him dearly, but Seth Cohen naming that goddamn boat the Summer Breeze... It's so weird. We should it's talk about that. so fucking weird. Like, that's my biggest issue, is that... Yeah, it, yeah. Is that like it's just like he's never spoken to her, and he named he's like names the boat after her, and like has this like weird fantasy that is like sort of nice guyish, but like we're we're totally cool with Seth Cohen. Like no, Seth totally... Cohen is an amazing character. I think I relate to him a lot. Oh, a hundred percent. I like, wasn't very. I mean, I don't think kids were as mean to... I, I feel like Seth Cohen is more, like, middle school me than high school me. Whereas, like... Well, I think that at this point... A lot of, like, Seth's problem is just, like, internalized nerd rage. Yeah. That, that like, no one really has a problem with him anymore, but he's just like, God, fuck everyone here. No one's real. Yeah. Which, I mean, I definitely felt that in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. No, it it very much is, yeah, like, yeah, people aren't really mean to him anymore, but he, the effort that he makes is so pointed and, like, with an air of, like, lowering himself to, like, be nice to them, that there really is no other option for them to be like, you're a dick. (laughs) Yeah, no, and, but I just love that, that Ryan and Seth, I mean, they instantly bond, like, it's, it, it is. It, it is like a duckling imprinting. Like. Absolutely. They instantly bond. And like. 
he takes him out on this boat <laughs> and like tells him the story. It's like, yeah, it's named for this girl Summer, who doesn't know I exist, even though they have like no like lived in the same very small town and gone to the same private school their entire lives. Right. Which you know, but <laughs> casual. Yeah, yeah. But Summer very self centered, I guess. And you know, but I named this boat after her, and we're gonna we're gonna sail it to Tahiti. Like that is, if it, it oh, that's creepy, man. Like that's bone chilling. <laughs> if, you, if you're the person who's being told that, you're just like, oh, I'm gonna get murdered out here. Yeah, kudos to Ryan. Ryan, like, you know, within the last. 24 to 48 hours has been incarcerated, had his mother kick him out, been picked up by Sandy Cohen, who we need to talk about. Oh, uh, yes. Had we himself need to talk about Sandy. In a minute. Hold on. Had himself, you know, brought home like a puppy by Sandy Cohen, had Kirsten Cohen not really warm up to him, but then wake up in the morning, find Seth Cohen eating cereal and playing video games, and like immediately says like, oh, cool, we're going to... Yeah. Yeah. We're just, we're, we're, That's it. we're together now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And, um, and yeah, so Seth takes him out on this boat because Sandy's like, you boys should be outside. And, and yeah, the fact that he's so rolling with the punches after incredible upheaval is just, right out was a trooper, man. He's he a trooper. Is, like, hands down. Like, he just is like, yeah, no, we're bros. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you. Yeah, he immediately, and that's the thing, instead of just being like, because he could have not brushed Seth off, like, he's very much aware that he's, like, a guest in the house, and, like, I should hang out with this kid, but he didn't have to, he takes on the mantle of the wingman with an almost super, super heroic, like, quality. It's immediately, he's like, all right, well, now I'm, I'm cohen's best friend like written across the 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 chest yep that that is it and he i don't know maybe maybe that what that talk achieved was he was like oh shit this kid is so fucking weird and awkward he's never getting laid unless i help him i think it's interesting because i think i i would almost like to explore the idea that seth needs ryan and ryan doesn't is unfamiliar with being needed. You know what I mean? I feel like he feels very disposable. Um, I don't think he's unfamiliar with being needed because, like, that that kid, like, that kid held the house together. He yeah. was making breakfast constantly and probably keeping, like, tray in line and shit. And, yeah, you know, like, his mom is just a fucking mess. But I feel like he probably felt that he was very disposable in that household. Yeah, I think that there was a lot of, you know... A, a lot of growing up that had had to be done, and yeah, I think that he, and I also think that it was like the weird novelty of like, because it's like, because he like, he tells like Sandy or Kirsten at some point that he just wants to be seventeen, yeah, basically, and like that's something that is like very much so like, uh, like Seth, yeah, Seth is like an, a child still, and I think that that very much like interests Ryan, like. That he's like, oh, like, I don't have to be, like, the responsible one anymore. Uh-huh. So I get, you know, this opportunity and I can, you know, sort of fuck around and see what this kid's life is about. Yeah, no. 
I mean, and also I think you know we learn that Ryan is is naturally intelligent. So I, I'm a cer- I feel like there's a curiosity there too, just like an idea oh, of for like, sure. just like, you know, like this life, like what is this lifestyle, and how is this kid who seems to have everything also weirdly inept and unhappy? Yeah, just like super miserable, and he has like life on a platter, like everything is just on a silver platter, and still still not cool and then of course there's also the marissa factor because that boy fell hard he did fall hard but let's talk about sandy cohen because we love sandy cohen almost as much as we love seth cohen oh my god like okay so as i get older i love sandy more yeah when i was younger i was like he'd be the coolest dad ever and now i'm like i should marry him like that is hands down he would just be great like he he is a good man he has like great morals he has integrity like you know and i know it's like a common thing like they like bust his balls because he's like a public defender he's like not like providing but like he does pretty fucking well i think and i think that's even more alluring to us because i think we're both very powerful women who intend to have empires empires and and to be the the breadwinner and i would love to have a man who is so okay with like cool this means i get to do my passion and i don't have to worry about the money but yeah no i agree with you i think like when i first did kind of watch and and of course i think i caught a couple of episodes you know what i mean when you're channel surfing or whatever and it's like oh he's such a great dad like my dad is perfect but if i had to choose a second dad it'd be sandy cohen but then now as like an adult woman who's starting to try and figure out like what kind of relationship or, or things I look for in a, a long-term romantic partner. Yeah. Sandy Cohen. I mean, well, you can do not, you cannot do better. You cannot do better than that type of man. Oh, absolutely. It's the same way that like, you know, when you, when you grow up and uh, like with, with boy bands, like you realize you're old when you like, like the one that the moms like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> I'm still Team Harry a little bit. I mean, it's not that I don't love Harry. It's just <laughs> I'll never listen. So I wait, who's who's the mom what favorite? Well, for a while, the mom one. I mean, this is bef- this is pre break. Pre break, right? Pre break or pre Zane leaving? It was Zane. Really? Yeah, Zane was the mom one. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm, like, just too in it. I think so. I mean, we're we're grown women who know way too much about One Direction and saw them live in the last tour before Zayn left, which is really one of my proudest accomplishments. It's just one of those things, and I feel like we're just losing so much of our audience right now. Well, no, but- hands down, if you're listening to an OC podcast in 2016, you know you're one D. <laughs> But yeah, no, the fact that I'll be able to just rub it in, I just feel like I'm going to have a grandchild someday, like, be like, I just totally discovered this retro band One Direction, and I'm just going to be like, yeah, I saw them live when Zayn was still there, and just like, all the grandma cool points. Oh, exactly. No, hands down. Like, (laughs) I score points with cousins. Oh, yeah? I'm like, yeah. 
I saw them in concert. What? <laughs> I think it's interesting, though, this idea of, like, there is a mom favorite. That's so true. There is, because it's, like, with Backstreet Boys, of course, it's Kevin. Right. And, uh, you know, as a kid, and you're like, Kevin, you're like, he's a sort of weird old one. Yeah. And, you know, Nick Carter's truly the best. Nick Carter's my uh, my favorite. Oh, of course, Nick Carter. Of course. Because he is, he was the young, just the young one with the boyishly good looks. The blonde. The blonde, exactly. The young blonde. And, but yeah, I mean, growing up, growing up, me now is like, you know what? Kevin can fucking get it. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first time I realized I was old. Well, besides when I went to a Backstreet Boys concert like a year and a half ago. And I was like, oh God. (laughs) around there were no children yeah that's rough um but no i uh i also think that like seth cohen is such an interesting like lead on a tv series because he is the boy that your mother wants you to date like you're no i'm seth cohen he's the the nice jewish boy he definitely (laughs) is like that that is the like the ultimate ideal of what your mom like wants you to be with because he, like, he he satisfies, like, your internal edge, but he doesn't, like, really have any. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. He's not one of those scary ones, and there's not a lot of danger like there is with Ryan. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think overall, just... Just a solid up. Just a, a, a solid up, and especially as a pilot, just a really... You came out of the gate real, real strong with this. Real strong, yeah. You know, we gotta know what's gonna happen, what's going on with Marissa's dad, of course. Yeah, they set up Marissa's dad. Yeah, they they set up a lot of things without trying to, you know what I mean? Like, without making it... Yeah, without, like, sort of, like, making it, like, completely, like, ridiculous, like, buffoonery or anything like that. Just, like, yeah, there's not so many, so many strings that you're, like, okay, what am I paying attention to? Yeah, it's all, like, it's all pretty, pretty basic, but really compelling, and, ugh, they're just so good. Yeah, no. All um, the guys, A+. plus. It, it, it is, it's just really exciting, and, um, so, yeah, I think, I think we're kind of, Ready to yeah. sign off here? Yeah, that's a, a wrap on this. And uh, if you'd like to follow us further, we are on the Twitter. The, the Twitter. Uh, I'm at Jameson Hudson. And I am at Lala Caitlin. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll oh, see, see you ya later. later. <laughs>